right. So we want to welcome everybody back to Godspeed podcast. What up? Yes. Cody and I have been gone for a minute. Been doing a lot of a lot of things. Stuff, stuff. and things. Yeah. <laughs> Especially we just um, celebrated our 15 year wedding anniversary. Yes, ma'am. Um, that was that was not great. our not no, our not 15 <laughs> year wedding anniversary. Yeah. My husband and I um, 15 years together, 16. So that took me about two months to plan and get preparation for and do all that good stuff. And then um, Cody and his family was, they were going through, still are kind of going through a little bit of craziness craziness yeah. in the household. His mother is one of my good friends. So we've been by their side this whole time going through some challenges. I do got something else to say really quick though. Um, my daughter, if anybody's been watching us from the past. Yes, ma'am. Our, our daughter, not mine and Cody's, um, <laughs> our daughter um, got her own place. Let's go. Her and the boys. They got a two bedroom apartment down the street from our house. Um, and that is just a blessing from God. God is truly, truly blessed her in that area. God has also uh, made her a, made a way for her to get a car. Um, she has her job. Um, as a single mom, it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. for an 11 and five year old. So I mean, those are some good things that have been going on. And today isn't going to be anything crazy. Cra- yeah, we're Not, just. Well, actually, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe. Know. That's true, too. God's um, doing a lot of stuff <laughs> behind the scenes. That he is. So today, Cody and I, we just wanted to talk about what's been going on for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, challenges, some highs, some lows, some valleys, um, a lot of stuff. But God has seen us through it all. Yep. God is the, the one truth. that has been guiding us, comforting us, um, giving us the strength, everything through everything that we've been going through in this last, I would say a little over a month, mm. would you say? Yeah. Um, from everything going on. So you want to share a little bit with sure. what's been going on with you? So uh, I took a trip out of state to Oregon and to see my other family up there. Uh, it was good to see my family. Um, but while I was gone, my stepdad ended up getting the West Nile virus, which he ended up getting meningitis from. So he was hospitalized for basically like a week and a half. And so I didn't realize like the extent of how bad these things were, (laughs) even though I had looked it up and seen how bad meningitis was and how bad the West Nile can be. To tell you guys how serious it is, like he basically lost a lot of cognitive function because the meningitis made his, I think they're called like menges, inflamed. And so he had so much pressure on his brain that it actually like just made his brain start functioning different. He had like eye crossing and he was seeing double and he couldn't think of things and he was Mm -hmm. agitated and uh, his face, he couldn't, he couldn't speak the way that he used to. And so anyway, pretty serious thing. I guess two out of every 10 people die in his situation. So it's a pretty intense sort of thing. We just saw God through the whole entire time. Because I came back and I started to hear about how all of these people me and my mom had been praying for started to see God in the situation, mainly through my mom being a witness to others about how God provides strength. Because for those of you who don't know, my mom deals with health struggles herself every day. It's like chronic pain, essentially just different areas of her body. And she has been a trooper through that, but it's not by her own strength. It's by God's strength that he gives her through reading the word and the closest that she has with God. And so her being able to deal with her own pain and take care of my stepdad was pretty amazing. And people saw how content she was and how 
much faith that she had while her husband was basically a different person. He looked lifeless. Like it was pretty crazy, the videos and the pictures and um, the explanations that she was giving. And so family and friends that we've been praying for who aren't saved have either kind of reframed their thought or have been really wowed and and none of the glory has been going to my mom, I don't think. I think it's all been going back to God because that's who she's been talking about this whole time. Right. And so I think this is like, this is the epitome of our, our job as, as Christian. Right. I was reading today in um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, or uh, sorry, chapter 4, where Paul is talking about how we are fragile clay jars that hold the treasures of heaven within us and the way in which we are able to witness to others is through Mm -hmm. us being those fragile clay jars and saying, hey, I'm not the treasure. I'm the fragile clay jar. Look at how fragile I am, but look at all these things and how free I am because Christ is there. God is there for me, right? Right. And so through this situation, that's what my mom has been. And God has really done amazing things. He's not wasted any of this suffering that has happened. And I know Brian has gotten closer. My stepdad has gotten closer to God through this whole entire situation. So we're just blessed because he he's like making an amazing recovery through all the people praying. Thank you for praying. Thank you for your family for praying. Absolutely. Everybody who's been praying, it's been amazing. We've been getting meals from others. So I've learned so much through this situation. I won't keep rambling on about it, but it was truly like one of those things that I won't forget that God has done. And he has given both my mom and I, and I, hopefully Brian too, a lot more faith in him, like right. in, his, in his plan, because, you know, you hear West Nile meningitis, you're like, uh, that sounds bad. Like, where yeah. are you, God? But he's always there. He always has the plan for us. Right. So that's that's a little bit of that. No, it was amazing because when you watch God move in a situation like that, um, Cody's mom and I are good friends and we do a Bible study. Yeah. And um, so she reached out. To, there's like five of us in the Bible study, four or five. And she texted us and told us that she was, they were had to rush Brian to the hospital. Yeah. And um, immediately with no hesitation, we began to pray and we were texting each other. And, you know, I know it was a lot of stress on his mom especially when she had to, we want to know what's going on with them. Like we want to know them. We want to know everything that's going on. We were, you know, they're like their family. So we want to know like, okay, how's he doing? And it may only have been like two or three hours. And we're like, well, what's the doctor say? What's the update? What's so I know it was a lot for her, but I can tell you one thing, us girls, us women of God truly, truly text her. Like Texas can be a page after page. She would have a book right there. Mm -hmm. Us texting each other and texting her and, knowing that she's not going to respond right away, but just prayer after prayer for for your family and yeah. just to continue to. The biggest thing for me was when I was praying was not so much your mom to see God move, but for your stepdad to see God move. Oh, totally. That was the biggest thing was like, was to no matter what kind of condition he was in for God to reveal himself to him and show him that he's real. And then when we got that final text from your mom stating Brian is actually praying and he's actually knows that God is helping him was yeah. huge for us. Really huge. Mm. Um, and, and Brian believes in Jesus Christ and he, he knows there's a God out mm. there. He knows all that. He's um, so don't take it wrong. It's just when we, our faith seems to slip. Yeah. That's when we start to lose sight of who Christ really is. 
Sure. Um, yeah. So when you really know that this was a human form person that came into the world and took the nails at the cross for us so that we would have everlasting life. And he is the one that actually shedded that blood. It wasn't us, but he did it for us to actually see that in a sense for Brian to see that who he truly is was a huge impact. Yeah. That made my heart filled with joy. But seeing him go through everything he was going through also crushed my spirit in the sense as well, mm-hmm. because we go through that. But we have seen a tremendous, an amazing miracle. We're talking West Nile. Yeah. Okay. When you read the facts about that, you got, you know, a lot of people have died from that. Mm-hmm. And for him to pull through, he's not he's not all the way healthy yet, people. So just know that. So we we continue to ask for your prayers on that. Yeah. Thank to you. To give him the strength and for God to restore him to the Brian that we know. Yeah. And actually in a Brian in a godly manner more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That godly man. But for him to not be the person that I know, be able to come over here and hug him and bounce off him because he's my magnet brother. You know what I mean? That's our <laughs> inside joke and and all that. To not be able to do that because he's so fragile right now. It's like, it, it crushes you. It crushes your spirit. But I do know, and I believe with all my heart and my soul and spirit, I know that God's going to heal him to the point where he's going to be that same person. You know what I mean? Oh, he's totally. going to be back. So with that being said, it's like, you know, just pray for Cody's family right now. Pray mm. for them and don't stop. Continue to pray, whether it's those popcorn prayers that we have to throw up there. And the biggest thing is to give um, his mom and his stepdad the strength and more so to give Cody the strength so that he can be the supporter right now for his Mm. mom and stepdad because they all three live together. Yeah. So Cody needs to be the strength for his mom because his mom takes on everything. And Brian is the one that is the actual, the man of the house to the point where when you take something away from someone like that, you know, that's been able and capable of taking care of himself their whole life. And now he's got your mom taking care of him. So just to give that support and pray that Brian knows that it's all for the good works of the Lord. Yeah. That it's all the good works. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like you just see God working through this whole thing. And me and my mom were talking about how with Brian's situation, like this is the most faith that God has given us for a situation ever. Absolutely. We didn't doubt Brian healing. We didn't doubt him getting over this and continuing to recover. And there's a period of time where like um, when he came home and I first saw him, he, he had like kind of Bell's palsy on his face. And so he wasn't really making facial expressions. And um, there was a period of time within like three days where he was just like rapidly recovering. And the doctors were saying that it was going to take around a couple weeks to a couple months. I love that. And so like when you see rapid growth, like within a week, that. Like it's totally the Lord. Yes. And you know, there's, there's a lot of things like just random things that we can continue to talk about that have been happening because the Lord is so faithful and he wants us to grow in faith to me. And so he'll speak through others to me or he'll do things that are just like so loving and so kind. And, um, you know, this is another one of those things that Paul talks about, about when he's talking about what love is and how love casts out all fear. And if we don't have the love of Christ within us, like we're going to experience that fear, but we can also have the love of Christ in us, but not know how perfect it is. And so he says that he, he like essentially hopes or prays that we will have the knowledge of God's perfect love. And so like God continues to reveal that to me. And it's not through, it's not through sitting on my couch feeling good watching YouTube videos. (laughs) It's through going through tribulation and trial and trying to endure that 
and God being faithful right and him like truly saying you know this is this is me and you know I, there are things that have been happening that I just know that it couldn't be anybody else except but for God. God yeah yeah that's why it was like I love that when you stated that you know the doctor said it'd take weeks yeah you know and I love that because you know it's up to God how long it's yeah. going to take and you know a matter of three four he, days he is like the great gets, physician right, right right through all that that just brings me back to um as we were talking earlier though as well before this about you know in John 4 13 and 14 you know the woman by the well, mm-hmm. you know, and God goes to her and she's getting water and, you know, her, she comes at that time because of her situation. And then, you know, he tells her, yeah, you can drink that water. You know, I'll give you water that drink that and you'll be thirsty for the rest of your life yeah. and drink the water I give you. You'll never thirst again. And yeah. that makes me think about, honestly, that really truly makes me think about your mom and Brian right now, because this is where Brian is learning that water. You know what I mean? No, He's totally. learning the word to where God will just totally take him by his hand. You know, Jesus just going to walk him through whatever he needs to be walked through and he's going to be he'll be back to where he was yeah it's crazy so that's why it's been a rough road for the last couple months or so just planning our reunion a reunion our wedding vows Mm -hmm. um that took a minute so i mean that's for me as uh as they were they were going through their stuff um we still stood by their side but my husband and i celebrated 15 years yes and uh cody was our photographer it was so cool thank you for the opportunity so cool um we were able to renew our vows in front of family and friends, close friends. Mm And um, it was amazing. I can't believe how emotional I got. I was like, at first, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Um, I kept telling myself, you're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. And bam, all of a sudden when we did, we started walking down that, you know, the little aisle. I was like, oh, I can't stop. I have to like put up pictures <laughs> in the it middle of so this. It was so pretty. I mean, my friend Ashley, she did all our desserts. That is, I mean, she's amazing. I love Ashley. So as for me right now in our, you know, in our home, in our household, we, we haven't been going through the trials like your family, mm-hmm. but we've been going through the trials with you guys side by side. Yeah. We have been through ups and downs and that's just how life is with, you know, when you serve the Lord, but we get through it with him. Totally. And that's the best part. We got to see Aunt Susie, which was amazing. Yes. I love it. We got love to see Aunt, Aunt Susie. Susie. She's Isn't so cool. she great? She She's is so, cool. so I love Aunt Susie. Yes. Aunt Susie came. Um, it was just, it was really beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, friends were there. You know, I was sad a little because, you know, your mom and Brian had to miss it, but I totally understand that's yeah. something that was just we couldn't do. Um, but other than that, getting plugged in and still doing church and got great news, got a praise report as well. My grandson, for the first time, who's 11 years old, is getting ready to fast for 30 hours. So please That's keep so him up in prayer. Yes, he's with his youth group. They're going to do the 30-hour famine. It was funny because I the day before yesterday, I was in the kitchen and I was making something to eat. And I said, um, I asked him, I said, Baird, are you going to eat dinner with us? He said, what are you making? And I said, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very picky eater. And, but that is my fault and that's no one else's fault. So um, he says, what are you making? I said, well, I'm making steak. He's all, well, you're going to make it good. I'm like, what does that <laughs> mean? Like, and uh, he's all, well, lately you haven't been putting the right seasoning and yada, yada, And I'm like, okay. So um, made dinner. And then he asked for um, his egg fried rice. And I said, no, you're not getting that. I said, you know what you need to do one day? One day I'm going to make you not eat all day and <sighs> let you feel the pain that other kids out there in the world that don't get to eat yeah. that have to go to bed hungry. Totally. And um, he just looked at me. He's all, I'll go. I'll, I won't eat for a long time. And I said, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. And then the next day I got an email from his youth group <laughs> and saying that they're doing a 30 hour, you know, fasting and about the kids that are That's unfortunate. So awesome. And 
I was like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So I signed him up and um, then I here I'm thinking I'm doing something like surprise. So I bring it to his attention. I told him I signed him up and he's going to be staying the night at the church with the youth group. And uh, he's like, yes. They've been talking about the 30-hour famine and this and that. And I'm like, you already knew about this? He's all, oh yeah, we've gosh. been doing it in, in Bible study. That's He's all a youth group. He's all, we've been talking about it in class. And I'm like, and you haven't said nothing to me? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So he's 11. Um, he's excited. He's really excited to do it. So he's actually, this is going to be the first time. And if anybody who listens to this and knows my grandson, he's a little guy. <laughs> I mean, his, his little brother weighs more than him, but he's- Ser- Wait, hold up. Seriously? <laughs> no way. Moose weighs more than Barry. That's yeah. crazy. Yes. <laughs> and uh, or they probably weigh the same. Yeah. One's five and one's 11. So yeah, he's going to do his first. So we're I am like praying for him. I'm praying, but God has been ask- answering a lot of prayers in there, right there, because- He is faithful. I, have been praying to God to show him the real walk with him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I can talk and lead him and hopefully he'll, you know, they say lead your children in the way they go, you know, and they'll go, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, teach yeah. them in the way they should, they'll follow. Mm-hmm. And I'm, um, I've been praying and I've been praying for him just to dig his little, you know, heart and soul into his youth group and Sunday service and all that. And oh so, this is really touching. We are so proud of him. We That's are awesome. so proud of him. So proud of him being in middle school and he's got four A's. One B and he does have a D minus, but that's in math. So we're not going to kill him. Okay. So, um, and it's because he didn't take his quiz again. He could have retaken it, but he didn't want to ask to take it. But anyways, so that's huge for us. Like, so he's loving it. He's loving school. Yeah, that's um, good. He's proud about his grades. Now he's asking if he can get money for his A's. And I'm like, oh, um, haven't talked to his yaya yet about it, but um, very proud of him. Very proud mm. of him. He's been praying a lot more. Um, so yeah, God is really touching his little spirit. Good. He's touching his spirit. And, yeah. You know, now I'm just praying for his attitude, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right? the thing with kids attitude. those age. Um, other than that, um, we just wanted to touch everybody right now and touch bases and let everybody know that um, we're still going to do our testimonies. Yeah. We just needed some time off for a minute. and uh, Figuring stuff out. Just figuring it out. Life is happening. Yes. More things are moving in the right direction, yes. which is what we like to see. Absolutely yeah. it is. Yes. Getting ready for fall break. Yeah. Um, it's like they just started school and they just had a vacation and now they're going back. Yeah. Fall break's coming up. And so he'll be off for two weeks. That's crazy. Cause I just started school. So like as they're going off, yes, I'm going on. It's kind of weird. On. It's so crazy. I know it is crazy. They just had teacher conference or parent teacher conference or whatever it is. My daughter and I went to his conference and mm. his, his uh, advisory is, said he's doing great. Good. He's doing really great. He did science camp mm. that traumatized him. What? <laughs> he came home, just was like hugging his pillows, his bed, was like, like just laying in his room and laying on the couch with us. And for four days, yeah, it was like four days, three nights or something, right? Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, some of the stuff he talked about, it was just, it was too cute. It was <laughs> really cute. But I'm like, will you ever go back? He's all, nope. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Tried it out. Tried yeah, it once. He, uh, he's a character. He's a character. That's fine. Yeah. 
But other than that, life is going good. Good. Life is going good. Life like is doing. The Lord is still moving. Um, just prayer. You know what I mean? Prayer. Yeah. And I can't wait to see the kids, the youth kids, raise the money for the hungry children. That's going to be amazing. I, I'm I'm really glad he's going to go through a phase like that. I'm glad that he's going to be with a bunch of other kids his age through youth group to mm-hmm. be able to share that moment. That whole, you know what I mean? What it really means to not eat before you go to bed. That's really hard. It's hard for kids right now out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's all those kids in um, in Yemen who like have no food. Yeah. It, it is really important for kids to understand like how blessed they are just by the simple things. Right. Um, you know, food and clean water is, is amazing. And, you know, God tells us like that he's going to provide those things for us and that we just need to trust in him. So many of us here in the U.S. have those things. And, you know, my little brothers, like they don't really understand that concept. Right. You know, they, they understand that there's people who are homeless and who are, you know, down on their luck, but they don't understand that they should be grateful. And so like when they were really little, sure you experienced this too. You know, kids just are so picky that they're like, I don't want to eat that bread because it has butter on it. And it's like, you're right. But you like butter and you like bread. You're just going to fight me on this. Yes. And um, going through that now. Yeah. And so, you know, dealing with that is like just interesting. And so that fast is going to be probably really important. You know, it is. And he's excited. Like I said, he's excited for it because he's like, I want to do it. No, no, I want to do it because, you know, we are really fortunate to have everything we have. Oh, good. But then I'm like the next day, he's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I'm like, did you just forget what you just told me yesterday? But he's 11 and he's he was spoiled. He's been spoiled. And (laughs) that's my that's our fault. It's my fault. Um, First grandson. Um, The other one is spoiled as well. But we just know when to say no. now. you know, that's just the thing. He's not getting getting the short end of the stick, but we're making them earn their stuff, you know, as much as we possibly can. As we mentioned, Cody and I had no agenda tonight. It was just to talk about you know, a few things that going we've been crazy. through. Yes. Living life, um, things that are going on. These fires um, are crazy. Oh, yeah. Be praying for people out there with, you know, on those fires. Um, they're all over. I don't watch the news, but my husband talks about it. It's crazy how life is right now. You know, gas yeah. is going up and it, it's just, I finally filled up my tank in the first time in like, I think three months. <laughs> Dang. I my husband gets so mad at me. Yeah, just like I mentioned, just keep praying for Cody's um, stepdad and his mom. And we want to continue to see that miracle work in, in Brian's life. That's huge. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. huge. You know, hopefully they'll come to church this Sunday. They were going to come last Sunday, but um, it's okay. It's, you know, one day at a time with them. Pray for the kids fasting. That's going to be. I do put my, I tip my hat off to those that lead youth groups. I pray for all, <laughs> all the, the youth pastors. All those kids, and all the, man. Yes, that's a lot. I think, I don't know. They're hoping for like 30 kids. I'm like, oh. Oh, geez. Especially um, fasting. That's fasting, insane. Fasting, yes. And uh, they're going to stay at the big campus over in Concord. So that'll be good. Um, maybe there might be more. I don't They're going to have to like put all the goldfish in a <laughs> vault or something. Right. That they get for Sunday school. Yeah. And all that. Pray for us for another 15 years or more. Um, our daughter, like I said, she got her own place, which is awesome. Yes. Helping her decorate right now, getting her stuff to move in. Do you have anything else to add, Cody? Yeah. there. I mean, there's been a few different like small things. I mean, small. I the the concept of it is small, but like in reality, what God is doing is big. And recently, after I was done taking photos for your guys's vow renewal, um, celebrating 15 years of marriage, I was about to leave and and drive out. And my grandpa called me 
I'm like, oh, okay, I should answer this. And so I answered it before I was about to take off. And I was going to tell him, hey, I'll call you back later because it's late and I need to get home. Right. But he started talking to me. I was like, okay, I got to like talk with him. Um, we were talking and um, my grandpa loves the Lord and he's been a really good, you know, godly man, godly counsel to me and um, put me in the right direction in a lot of different things that I've been questioning or wondering. And so anyway, he just wanted to call me to tell me that that morning at 6.19 a.m the Holy Spirit woke him up to pray for me. And I was like, Grandpa, that's crazy because this morning I literally had my alarm set for 620 because I had to wake up at 620 to go to men's breakfast in the morning. And when I woke up, I had like the worst thoughts that I've had in a really long time. And so hearing like that, the Holy Spirit woke my grandpa up like before I woke up to pray for me to like basically pray, you know, essentially protection over me, whatever I was dealing with that day. Like I ended up getting through those like thoughts and and stuff that day, but that has been something that I've been holding on to like after it had happened because I just know that God is there and he's so loving and kind in those ways that he, um, he uses those situations to remind us of his faithfulness. And so, um, anytime I have like a doubt or anything like that, I'm like, nope, that just does not happen. That it just, that's not a coincidence. That just does not happen. That's God. So yeah, that's one of the, the things that had happened recently that I was like, wow. And then another thing was um, that I've been going to Bible study and um, this is going to be like me being entirely transparent on like my, uh, my mess ups, my screw ups, but you know, the Lord has allowed me to really say a lot of things at Bible study. Um, Mm. And I know he puts a lot of stuff on my heart and he gives me the words to say. um, And I feel like that's one of my, the spiritual gifts that he's given me is being able to understand revelation or, and explain it to other people. And so during Bible study, I just, on Monday, I just had noticed like, dude, you're being way too prideful in your head about all this stuff that God is giving you to edify other people. You need to just shut your mouth sometimes and listen. I was like, man, like, you know, I, I'm sorry, God. Like, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me I needed to shut up and I just ignored him. And I, I was like, man, Lord, forgive me. Like, I know that that is not right. But this is one of the first times where I was like, okay, I know what I did. I made a mistake. I'm asking the Lord for forgiveness. He's quick to forgive. And right. so, you know, you move on at, because you you understand you're wrong. You admit you're wrong and you move forward trying to be better. Right. And so the, the at that Bible study, I met this girl and I, I had recognized her face because I had been going to another Bible study beforehand on Tuesday that I stopped going to. And uh, I had seen her face there. And so we started talking. She's like, you should come back to that Bible study. And I'm like, okay, I'll go back to the Bible study. And so I go back and this is the next day after Monday. So Tuesday and the Bible study is in Ecclesiastes and it's literally talking about when to speak and when to shut up. (laughs) And so I just knew that God was like, he's just rebuking me, but he's rebuking me in the like most loving, soft way that he possibly could. And he's giving me on top of that more community, more people to talk to, more friends, more all of these things that I've been praying for. Anyway, God has like just been showing me like, you think that I'm some voice in your head. I'm not this voice in your head. I'm this voice in nature. Like I speak to you through other people. I speak to you through the circumstances that you go in and go through. And, and so, yeah, God has just been and so extremely faithful through these different times and all praise goes back to him because daily 
I'm like, man, I'm so sinful. Like, I'm pretty sure this is like a C.S. Lewis quote, and I'm going to be paraphrasing, but he essentially said that no man understands how hard it is to be good until he until he's tried. Right. You know, because we're all like just so terrible. And um, and that's the issue now uh, with this generation and these people is they grow up believing that they are everything and that life revolves around them. And I have been brainwashed by that. And so like, I'm trying to, and I know that everybody internally, we as humans are prideful, but this generation especially has like really dived deep into self-love, self-help, self-everything. And so God is like pulling back the layers and trying to show me like, it's not all about you. And right. um, and so there's just been so many different little things that I've been able to do. Um, and he's like, just been easing my mind and pulling me away from being legalistic and all of these different things. Like he's just growing me. And, you know, I've been struggling a lot with like intrusive thoughts and, and that's been really difficult, but God has reminded me that I just have to have faith and I can rest in him. Anyway, just like kind of a ramble on about what else has been happening. Um, but throughout everything, I think I have ended up becoming really, really thankful for the trials and tribulations. And like, I know, I think it was the third episode that we did where we were talking about our trials and our tribulations. And one thing that you said was that you were thankful for the trials and and the tribulations that you were going through. Yes. And at the time, like still kind of a baby Christian, I still kind of am. I didn't fully understand that. Like I like, I'm like, you know, I know what the word says basically to to rejoice in in trials and tribulations, right? But um, I didn't understand it. I'm understanding it now. Like you don't, you don't understand until you go through. You go through it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Cody's right. When God speaks, I mean, I don't know for for y'all out there, but I know when God speaks to me, it's either through his word um, or it's through a person or it's even at times it's like the spiritual thought or, you know, the best thing is when you're, Cody and I had a conversation a while back in regards about something. It wasn't even a while back, but um, (laughs) I'm not going to get into detail. But anyways, um, the next day I heard a certain scripture on the wall on the radio and um <laughs> inside then, joke yeah um on the radio and um i was like oh that's confirmation so there's times where i'm just you know i'm sitting there and i'm like god well why aren't you answering me and there's times where i'll read my word the next day and it stay you know he tells me i did answer you you just start knit listening <laughs> yeah you know so if you're waiting for a physical voice to come and be like, no, don't do it. I don't know. You might be waiting for a long time, but, yeah. um, you know, it's just different. Like Cody's grandpa called him to let him know that he was praying for him at 619 in the morning. And just by him telling me that right now and saying this to me, it was like his grandpa was telling him before he hit the road, because that's where God had your grandpa call you because who knows if you were going to go back into those thoughts at that time. So I just know that God is a God of perfect timing, Yeah, but he's also a God of a last hour. So the clock might be 1159 Yeah, (laughs) and he'll show up. So don't lose hope and don't lose faith. Definitely don't lose trust. I know it's easier said than done, but I promise you this, and this isn't my own physical promise as I'm verbally explaining this or saying this to you. This is God's promise Mm. that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us through the thick and thin, through the best and the worst, through the sad and the good, through the hate 
and the love because God is nothing but love. He is nothing. It's patient. It's kind. It does not boast, holds no record of wrong. I mean, there's a list and list and list of it. And I will never forget that. And it's stuck in more in my heart and my spirit and my thoughts today when Joel read us in Corinthians about how love is patient, love is kind before mm-hmm. we did our vows. I've always read it, but never really read it. Does that mm. make sense? Like, yeah. So, you know, with Cody saying everything he just did, I believe as God is speaking to me that it is for a reason. So just don't lose that. Don't lose that hope. Totally. Don't lose especially the faith, just because you can't see or you feel you can't see Jesus, you do see him every day. If you believe you do see him every day, because you'll see him in a person, you'll see him in the place and you'll see him in things. And what I mean by that, you start to fellowship and you start to get grounded in with the word of God and you start to build your relationship, not, oh, I know who God is. I know that Jesus died for our sin. I know that he sent him and he was his beloved son. All that, do me a favor, put that aside at the moment. And as Cody and I are sitting here talking, this is our relationship. So if Cody wasn't sitting here, I would be having the same relationship with Jesus Christ. I can talk to and say, Jesus is sitting in this chair because that's my prayer life. So I hope it makes sense. So when you're on your knees or you're sitting on your bed or you're in your car, no matter what the situation is, your relationship with Jesus Christ is a relationship. Yeah. That means if you're sitting in your car and you got to talk and people think you're talking to yourself, who cares? I do it all the time. (laughs) I'm talking to God because I know that I need him each and every day and every moment of my life. Amen. So when you hear that soft, still voice, just know that it's the Lord. Yeah. Like Cody said, you know, he's talking and talking and talking and talking. And finally, God was like, hey, know when to talk, when no, not to talk. Mm -hmm. And that is God talking to him. Yeah. So, and like I said, you might be waiting for that physical voice to come and be like, no, don't do it. I don't know. He might send someone to tell you that, but you might be waiting till the day the Lord returns to actually (laughs) hear him. But I hope that makes sense. Yeah. I really do. I hope it makes sense. Just love. That's the only thing I can say right now. Just love. Yeah. Love. I'm learning to love people that I don't like their things they do. So I'm learning that not to hate someone because I'm not perfect. So I'm learning not to hate someone or anybody or anything like that. I'm learning to not condone or appreciate the things they do, their sin. I'm learning to not like the sin. The Lord says, you must love your neighbor as yourself. You Mm -hmm. must care for your enemies as you care for yourself. You know, if your enemy comes to you and they ask for a glass of water, you better give it to them. If they come and ask for something to eat, you better give them something. You know, people say, you know, what's that thing? Keep your friends close or your enemies closer or something like that. And it's not to see where they're going or what they're going to do to you. It's to pray for them. It's to show them kindness. Mm. Because if you can't show kindness to someone you dislike, then you're not walking in Jesus's love. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yeah. So with that being said, I don't know if someone needed to hear that or maybe I just needed to hear that. I think we all need to hear that. But I, it's hate the sin, not the sinner. Yeah. Hate what they do, not 
what they're doing to you. We must forgive people who do us wrong. We have to. If you don't forgive the person, you're never going to be forgiven by Jesus. Yeah. And that's, that isn't my words. That's God's words. That's Jesus, what Jesus tells us. You know what I mean? That we must love. Love is the key to a very successful life with Jesus Christ. I'm very rich. I'm very rich in spirit. I have everything I need. I have abundance of everything that I want because the Lord has blessed us. Does that mean that I got a ton of money? No. There's a difference of my richness compared to other richness. Yeah. I have both my legs, both my arms. I have limbs, every limb on my body, you know what I mean? My fingers, my toes. Um, And I ask God and I praise God every day. Thank you for allowing me to be that way. Yeah. But this is really at the, right now been really making me think like we have, I have a roof over my head. We got food in our stomach. We got electricity. We got water. We have, we have everything we need, everything we need. Amen. Yeah. And even more in Christ, right? There you like, go. Yes. Um, What does he say? And um, do not let me be. Rich, so I may forget you, Lord, and do not let me be poor, so I still against you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know that it's, it's in there, but, you know, I'm not the perfect of the address and the, you know, <laughs> the street and all that. But um, I just know, because everybody, please don't forget either Satan knew the Bible back and forth as well. Yeah. So just be cautious. You shepherds know your sheep. You can attend to them and they will hear your voice and they mm-hmm. will know their master's voice. I don't know how I got where I'm at right now, but this is like somebody needed to hear it. And like I said, maybe it was just me. Yeah. Maybe it was just me. Yeah. With all that, we're going to pray out. And uh, unless you got something else to say or add or. Um, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just one more thing. I wow. think um, the thing that has really set me free recently is understanding more and more that God is like our legitimate father. Like yes. he's not, it's not just a, like a figure of speech. We take on the image of Christ essentially when we are Christians and we are following him and, so we are his children and, yes. and, you know, to understand that no matter what we do, as long as we're doing it for the glory of God, like God is going to direct us. And, and even, you know, obviously our hearts aren't perfect and right. we, we won't be perfect until we go to heaven, but understanding that he is that loving father that will discipline us, but because he loves us is really important for me. Um, and the more that I recognize that it's the more free that I feel, you know, right. I think a, a lot of people who apply themselves to so much to tradition or so much to this idea of like having to pay back for what they have done, you right. know, like, you know, I, it says, I believe it says in Psalms, like, you know, who could ever counsel the Lord? Nobody. Nobody, nobody could counsel person. the Lord because he he is the counselor, you know? Right. And so I just think of that and it puts me to ease that knowing that God is my father and waking up and he wants to have a relationship with me and for me to love him. Anyway, I just agree in agreeance with you on that. Yeah, just kind of brought me back a little bit to where Pastor Ray spoke this Sunday, you know, for those that are unsure about God or trying to learn and don't understand it, who in the world could let the sun, you know, rise and set? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's like the oceans. He told the oceans how far they can go. Like, yeah. it's amazing. But anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so we're just glad everybody is um, listening. Do the research yourself. Don't just take mine and Cody's word on everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, do... 
open the Bible, open your word and, and look up some of the stuff that we're talking about. Um, make sure it's there. Make sure this is what, you know, that it's real. Yeah. Because we can only tell you what's the word of God. We can't tell you anything else. Yeah. Um, we can only tell you and share with you what we've been going through or what we've went through. We can't tell you what the next person's gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, we can only express our feelings and our emotions. We can't express yours. So. With that, we just we'll close tonight and we'll close with prayer and we just hope everybody has a great evening. Yes. So Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, just thanking you for this day, another day in the world that it was never promised to us. So Father, I ask that anybody who's watching or listening, I ask that you touch their hearts and you continue to lead them, comfort them and get to know them so that they'll know who the real Jesus Christ is so that you, they'll know that you are the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, and that you are the only one that can guide them, protect them, comfort them, and love them unconditionally in this world, Lord God. I know that um, when people draw near, um, we intend to put up a wall, but I ask, Father, that if there's anybody that is hindering anybody's walk out there, I ask that you separate them because you are not a God of hinder. You're not a God of a God of frustration and anger and ugliness. You're a God of love, kindness, gentle, and just the sweetest, the sweetest living person on this earth. And I mean from in our souls to the ground that you've walked on, Lord. I just ask, Father, that you just continue to be a light um, to all of us so that we can see the way that we need to go. I ask that if anybody's battling anything out there, Lord, I ask that you heal them. I ask that you touch them. I also believe, Lord God, that if there's um, the prodigal son or daughter that is out there, Lord God, I ask that you bring them back home. Mm. I ask that um, the sicknesses, Lord, that you be the hands and movement of every doctor that for those that believe or those that need a miracle, um, I ask that you touch them, Lord God. I know, Lord, it's today in today's world, we expect to see those miracles because that's within ourselves and we are selfish. But God, I know that you're with us each and every day. So I ask for anybody that's going through any hard times that you just comfort them and cradle them and let them know that you have them in the palm of their hands. I also ask, Father God, that any child that is out there going hungry, Lord, that you make a way for a piece of bread to fall on their lap so they can go to bed not hungry. Mm. I ask that you continue to have people donate to the hungry children it's hit home now Now that the fact that I know that my grandson truly wants to fast for you and for them. If he fasts for you, Lord God, I know that you will provide for them. And I ask, Lord God, that anybody who wants to know you and wants to give their life to you, that they must come to you with childlike faith and just continue to say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I've done ugly things, but I want you to be the Lord of my life and the King of the Kings. And I want you to guide me and comfort me. And Lord, I just continue to ask that you move in Cody and I, and we just just speak the truth about you to let everybody know that they'll continue to seek you themselves, but also that they will seek the word mostly, which is you. But for those that don't understand that they will do their own research so that they can see that we are speaking the truth about you, Lord God, because there is nothing, nothing that you we can hide from you. So, Father, we lay all our burdens at your feet. We ask that anybody who is listening or look, watching this, that you just touch them right now in a way they've never been touched to the point where they're just like, 
I feel the presence of the Lord. I thank you for um, healing Brian, and you're going to continue to heal him, Lord God. I thank you for my marriage that has been for 15 years and been together with him for 16, but you are just building us as a godly couple more and more each day. You have showed us more and more from all the trials that we have been through, and you have showed us that you are the only one that can do the work in Kefani. Um, so I thank you for that, Lord God. I thank you for, for building a home for her and her boys and just continue to work in her life. So Lord, um, we thank you for this podcast. Um, we thank you for our friends. We lift up our enemies. Um, and an enemy can be anybody that does not believe in you, that is atheist in any way, shape, or form, or does another way than you, Lord God. So we lift that up to you. We ask that you touch them and you just continue to comfort and lead us in the direction that we may go. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.